it's that time They say the same for young Jermaine Still underrated but far from underpaid And those are problems that fade the hunger stage stomach rumbles could humble thunder Welcome back, welcome back my kinfolk and people Family, friends, all the above <laughs> um, So this is episode two uh, Just to, to build off of what I've already talked about in my intro Kind of what I'm trying to do is one episode with just me and then another episode with a guest. So just trying to pace myself within this process of getting my getting the podcast on the road. So our second episode will be involving a guest. And um, just to give a highlight, uh, this is a good friend of mine and we've met coming actually when I moved to Virginia and he has been a huge blessing in my life and has uh, just been a brother to me like I never had before and uh, I do have a brother but (laughs) another brother so um, we are going to be talking about the topic of fight and so we're really just going to be talking about um, what fight looks like in everybody's life and specifically his and we know this truth that we are all fighting for something or against something in this life we're, we're it's a fight and some of you that lived it out know it and i think this topic will definitely hit home for a lot of people so without further ado within this uh, segment of the podcast i would like to introduce my friend my brother my homie uh, Jason Addison, you know, say what's up to the people. God bless, man. It's truly an honor to be up here with you on the pod. Always ready to come when you call, and always ready to say something. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Say so something. Glad to be here. It's a good, it's a great honor, man. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, we got something to say. You got something to say. So um, we're gonna start out just an introduction. So who is Jason Addison? Where are you in the state of life right now? Just a, just a little glimpse, just so that people can have an idea of who you are. Oh, absolutely. So like my brother said, uh, my name's Jason Addison. Uh, I am 27. I am a uh, U.S. Army veteran. Uh, recently uh, out now. Uh, as of right now, I do a bit of freelance uh, financial advice, and um, as my undergrad was in a business, specifically tourism, hospitality, so I like to work with the restaurants and hotel business, and I'm actually on my way back to uh, school, to go to grad school, to follow in this great young man's footsteps here at Regent and um, uh, pursue, you know, seminary and theology, because God first over everything. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that, appreciate of that. And uh, like I said, he's... He's definitely been a blessing, huge blessing in my life. Like, remember the first time we actually hooked up? It was just a great time. I felt like I already knew him before. <laughs> before it was we like family, man. A handsome biscuit. <laughs> yep. Hey, that's what Yeah, so going into our topic, fight. Um, Jason is going to share with us um, my first question that I have for him is um, who or what have you been fighting in this season and like I said for everybody just to give everybody a glimpse of what this this um, 
question um, encapsulates is just social, mental, spiritual, physical, anything along the dimensions uh, of those lines. So what or who have you been fighting in this season? And what has that fight looked like for Jason? Absolutely. Uh, I would say in this season, um, the fight I personally have been facing has been more spiritual, uh, mental, and um, individual uh, in a sense. Because uh, um, even thinking about it over these past couple of days, uh, my fight has been primarily with fear, uh, brokenness, and if I had to be real blunt and honest with myself, a little bit of pride as well. Because um, at this time, I know I'm facing a situation where a shift happened in my life that I had absolutely no control over. Um, and I had grew up kind of being used to planning everything ahead as a... Uh, most people would try to do with life. Um, and I did pride myself on being, you know, two steps ahead, at least uh, having a clear vision. But um, we all know that God's plans is greater than our own plans. And when I tell you I had a plan down to the T and to have all that kind of wiped away, um, I knew not to be mad, but I definitely didn't know what to do uh, at the time. So my fight has been with not being so scared to kind of let go and uh, really give the wheel to God. We usually talk about, you know, putting it in his hands, but it is right. hard to leave it there. It's hard. <laughs> it's, it's hard. hard. It's hard. Um, and then uh, kind of overcoming that uh, that brokenness that God will put you through when he puts you through the fire to actually, you know, you know he's going to mold you into something greater. And the Bible talks about that pruning right. process right. of, um, you know, him kind of like mashing the fruit and like you know turn it into that uh great wine but it does hurt and that brokenness uh at times can be a time where uh you could hold yourself back in your brokenness or right. you could not let him do what he's supposed to do in his broken and in, in your brokenness mm-hmm. and fall short um simply off of just emotions and feelings yeah. and hurt uh, but overcoming that and trusting him in the process, uh, that is, I think, the challenge I'm facing. And the pride to not think like, okay, I can do it without him because mm-hmm. I will catch myself trying mm-hmm. to do it by my own strength. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm pretty strong, you know. <laughs> I'm not that strong. <laughs> right, right. I appreciate, first of all, I appreciate your just honesty and, and just sharing that because... This is what I want this space to be about is the sharing your story, your struggle, because we're all in a process of something and going through something. And somebody maybe needed to hear that. Absolutely. From Jason's voice, not mine, from your voice, because you're in it right now and you're experiencing it. And it isn't for no reason, right? Like we understand that God makes no mistakes and what he's trying to do and how he's pruning us and how he's, what you said, is mashing us. So there's not a point where anything is going to be wasted. So I appreciate you sharing that because nothing's going to be wasted. Your story, the things he's taking you through, the transition, I'm sure was very, very tough for you. Mm-hmm. But I just want to encourage you, bro, it's it's not for no reason. It's not for no purpose. Like, there's there's greater. And I don't know who else needed to hear that, but just from hearing that, um, you really, really need to get honest with yourself. And that's the toughest part. Tough for all of us. Absolutely. To be honest with yourself. 
because if you're not aware of the fight, how can you really combat it? How can you really fight back? That's facts. How can you really fight back if you're not That's aware facts. of the fight that you're you're fighting? So, um, I appreciate that, bro. So you mentioned uh, the that transition. Did all of that kind of come through the transition, or were you dealing with that before um, before the transition? Um, I believe I think it all really hit, mm-hmm. or um, you know, it was easier to see during the transition. Mm-hmm. But uh, the more I look back, you could actually see everything leading up to it and the steps leading up to it just to be a bit more transparent uh with the pot because i trust y'all right right, (laughs) but um uh since i'm newly a veteran it actually wasn't by choice Mm -hmm. um i had spent my whole life preparing for the military i think i was told at like five years old (laughs) you're going to the military so i said sure (laughs) and um having that planned out it became my identity uh growing up so I took being enlisted very seriously. I enlisted um, right out of high school, um, but I did a dual program to where I could go to college as well. And then uh, I commissioned and became an officer after completing college. And it meant so much to me to be that leader that I wanted to see and to take care of um, the guys to the left and right of me because I saw what it was like to not be taken care of. And I, my, me being from Florida, uh, being from the Sunshine State, I got the amazing blessing to get thrown smack dab in the middle of Alaska, uh, <laughs> right, right at the start of winter. And it's cold um, now. right, <laughs> that snow was something else. I ain't never have snow taller than me. So <laughs> it uh, it threw me off a bit, but I went in there motivated to take care of um, the people that were going to take care of me, right. and I got there. And I immediately got that second family. I got that mm-hmm. platoon where it was a bunch of kids to me because I was already older. So a bunch of 20-year-olds, I was like, yeah, y'all are my children. Um, and even though it was challenging, um, I did everything I had learned and cultivated over the years to be a good leader. And I got positive feedback. I was doing everything right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could tell that I cared. Sure. But uh, that doesn't always protect you from uh, things going on. So unfortunately for me and uh, a few others, because uh, it happens throughout the military, um, I had a leader that decided to exercise whatever power he thought he had to kind of target and harass me a bit. Um, and I didn't know why he didn't like me or why he was picking at me, but uh, he would start to, you know, kind of write me up for any little thing or kind of make it so that um, I was reminded that he outranked me, even when I fought back or retaliated. Um, and it got to a point to where no matter how much I stayed on my best behavior or uh, got you know, um, any awards or tried to be the top leader, um, he kind of shut me down and wrote a lot of negative things about me. And it got pushed to a point to where after two years of that treatment, um, and a few other situations that uh, they decided to take his word over mine and remove me uh, from the military. Um, and with that, it was abrupt. Um, I didn't know what to do, and it felt like I had no support. Uh, so in the middle of it, I was just kind of, I was lost. I wasn't sure what was going on. And I knew I had family back home praying for me, but I didn't know yet know what that meant until I got back around uh, my family here where there's actual sunlight. <laughs> but, um, 
right. it uh it's it's an experience but everything I feel like being more spiritually aware at the time all things was happening I would have saw it as it was happening but um, I got focused a bit more on the natural what was in front of me uh, up until the transition happened. Right, right, right. Was it hard for you to feel those feelings that you felt of like after losing? Mm-hmm. It seemed like I mean losing maybe your identity in that because of what you grew up maybe losing, you know, like you're losing, you're just losing in life really. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> did it, like did it? Was it hard for you to feel that? Um, and like, I guess feel that as well as, um, when I say feel that, I mean in the matter of like letting yourself like process the emotions type deal. Oh, I was. Or were you kind of just brushing it off doing other stuff? I was on straight machine mode, man. I was operating on, okay, there's a problem in front of me. How do I resolve it, mitigate it? Um, I was operating like a like a well-oiled government machine yeah. <laughs> um and it wasn't until uh the day i got on the plane to come back home that it all hit me all at once because mm-hmm. uh, even the chaplain told me he was like you might not feel it until you know you actually leave mm-hmm. uh and he was absolutely right um looking back on it uh there were small ways i probably could have received some uh, help or you know, manage my feelings and emotion and what was happening throughout. Right. But uh, the environment did make it difficult. But, um, nah, man, you can, you can get tunnel vision uh, right. out there. Right. Um, and that's in any job or any yeah, situation. For sure. for sure. For sure. Yeah, that's that's powerful because, man, very real. I appreciate you sharing once again. Absolutely. Um, but the thing is, you wouldn't, without that, you wouldn't probably be here mm-hmm. talking with me. You definitely want to be here in Virginia, of course. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm grateful to be back. <laughs> so, um, going into our next question that kind of flows um, perfectly is, what are some ways, and being back where you are right now, right, and all of what you have been through, what are some ways that you are fighting back or combating um, what happened in that huge transition? And what do you recommend for other people who are going through that big transition where, you know, God's plan is this in our heads mm-hmm. but really is not <laughs> Absolutely. and something like that happens so what what do you um, recommend for those and what did that look like for you oh man okay so the the short version is <laughs> loved ones uh scripture and physical activity works like they all <laughs> big on the work. physical activity <laughs> big on the fixed activity big on the scripture man yeah. um it, it absolutely works because uh Interestingly enough, the timing was the timing had to have been God ordained because uh, the month before I came home, I was at the height of just feeling defeated, um, mm-hmm. and I had came home for a weekend for my birthday, and I was already dreading to uh, you know go back to Alaska, thinking I had you know a whole another year to make it uh, get through there, a whole another winter to go through, right. um, and my mother actually recommended a uh, life coach for me to start talking to. Um, and I, ha- I got the opportunity to learn the difference between therapy and life coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeking you want to a- explain that real absolutely, quick? yes. So you know, therapy people normally think of that you know mental health field, mm-hmm. um, kind of working with those that are struggling to like cope in life. Um, 
I, I actually I, I had to look up the textbook definition several times for life coach and I always forget it but the best way I was able to describe a life coach is if you're a stressed high functioning adult because mm -hmm. uh, we most of the time everybody has things impacting them for in sure. life and you know for the sure. stress can hit you but that doesn't you know stop you from being human yeah. that doesn't stop right. you from needing someone to talk to yeah or sometimes and I love thinking about this about believers we need reminders all the time all that's the why time. the word is written yeah. right right <laughs> so uh, what you call it a life coach um, definitely doesn't come in to solve your problems or it's not really always just about talking about it uh, or talking about what you know challenges you um, but helps you use utilize the tools and provide some accountability um, to you know not only overcome certain obstacles but improve and be prepared the next time obstacles come back because for my life coach and I uh, I had no problem opening up explaining to her uh, what um, uh, I had going on in my right. situation mm -hmm. and really all, all she did was kind of like keep me accountable and gave me tools words resources um, I got feeling wheels in my home now like mm -hmm. that uh, I'm able to use different words to express feelings actually it's one thing to try to tell myself to journal but then to kind of plan with somebody right. else like hey you need to journal this it really started to work mm -hmm. and um talking with her talking with loved ones and people that care about you mm -hmm. um that definitely uh helped in the fight um scripture absolutely works it's <laughs> like i love how my pastor says if you work the principles the principles will work for you mm -hmm. and it's really getting into the word um, but also believe in it before you get into right, it because right. I learned I've come across a lot of people that um, will talk about scripture more from like knowledge and information base. Mm -hmm. But you notice a difference when you feel scripture versus kind of just talking about it like, right. oh, this says right. this. But it's like, OK, but this means this information isn't transformation. There you go. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I love that. And um the physical activity came hand in hand because it was both the Bible and my life coach that told me to get active. Right. Um, out of all the scriptures uh, that I held on to while in Alaska, because uh, for those that don't know, um, Alaska primarily only has winter and summer, and the summer months last about three months out of the year. So a lot of people, um, no matter what your background, are vitamin D deficient, um, and it's, it can get very depressing throughout the year. Um, and it's really hard to cope and stabilize your mood, mm -hmm. but, um, I had a chaplain mm -hmm. actually who, uh, quoted the story from, a uh, story of Elijah mm -hmm. when he was, um, confronting Jezebel. Mm -hmm. Is that in second Kings or first Kings? I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm going to get there. But, um, the story where Elijah, uh, had just, um, you know, overcame all the prophets that Jezebel sent after him, and then Jezebel had threatened and kind of scared Elijah, and mm -hmm. he had ran off and uh, was so fearful. He was talking to God like, God, I can't take it anymore. I'm stressed just mm -hmm. in my life. And God, in his infinite wisdom and power, <laughs> didn't cast down any magic or bring forth an army of angels. He told Elijah to go to sleep, wake up, go for a walk, eat something, and then you'll hear my voice. And Yo. that stuck with me when uh, the chaplain talked to me because he said, hey, all you really need to do is get some proper rest, get some exercise, and get some nutrition, 
and then your body can be more receptive to actually you know focus and hear the things of God and I took that to heart and once I went to bed (laughs) and once I got in the gym and uh, once I ate something that wasn't you know like raising canes because they don't have Chick-fil-a over there um, I uh, I felt immediately better and I was able to kind of overcome and kind of feel a bit more strengthened up and that helps me to journal and pray and meditate uh, because you got to have a healthy body along with a healthy spirit for sure and it was my life coach actually she didn't know if I'd be into it but she was like maybe you should give boxing a try and Mm -hmm. I didn't really play sports like that growing up man I watch cartoons (laughs) but I, I put on those boxing gloves I went to my local gym I asked if they had a boxing coach after two days, I said, "Oh yeah, I'm going. I'm going to be on TV." <laughs> <laughs> like Creed Four, put Creed me in there. Four. <laughs> but um, the really activating scripture, really practicing it out once right. you hear it and learn mm-hmm. it, um, maintaining that physical activity, and then hearing that encouragement from your loved ones did a lot because coming back and every member of my church, every family member I had just embraced me said they're glad to see me back we know you went through some stuff but we love you we're here for you and we were praying for you the entire time that helped me go back into the situations i was in and really see okay this is how god kept me because this person prayed for me right and it just made me so much more grateful Mm. and i love it i want to clap i mean (laughs) (laughs) no that's i'm gonna use that one for sure eat Exercise. So, yeah, it's in, in the Bible. In your life. It's in the Bible. God says snack, nap, workout. Right. <laughs> you on that. If God said lift, no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I appreciate it once again, bro. That's like all of that. And it's a true testament of like practically walking it out. And just like we can get sometimes get stuck with scripture mm-hmm. and the word and making it deficient. But it's really efficient for our lives where we can apply it and come out of these situations just not by prayer yes. it's not pray about it pray about it pray about it mm-hmm. like, we, got no, the works we, got, we got the works too right <laughs> exactly exactly so uh, it's, it's cool to see how you worked it through it and I started to take up boxing as well from this guy learning from yeah. him you got to be a champ so we getting in on that and of course I just want to learn something new so it's a lot of very technical and footwork and it's, it's great it's great training so um yeah bro once again i appreciate you coming on Absolutely. and uh sharing that story that there's power in that all of what you shared i think is truly gonna bless somebody and um keep telling it um the the honesty you have and the heart you have mm-hmm. that god has put in you bro it's um something the world needs absolutely something the world needs so Appreciate you coming on, folks. Appreciate you letting me be here. This is Jason Addison, future champ. (laughs) I need all of y'all to pick up boxing. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you, pick it up. But uh, once again, uh, we're all fighting something. And just from his story, uh, really get honest with yourself and ask yourself, what am I fighting? Um, It's something I have to do through this and um, something that Jason had the pleasure of sharing with us. So, uh, y'all. It's to say something. We got something to say. We already said something. (laughs) Um, And we'll be back. I hope this uh, bless somebody. All right. Amen.